Everybody and welcome to the Fickle Fanboy, cause I'm back, <laughs> and and I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm pissed off, cause none of you twatty little twits have been listening to me. I mean seriously, you've been hitting the download button or or the play button or whatever the hell have you. But none of you bastards have been listening. Or at least you haven't been paying attention. Because before knowing any of you mouth-breathing shitheads who think that these movies or the ideas that spawned them were actually worth a fuck, I was pro-life. But the more I get to know each and every last one of you pricks, the more that whole let them live thing goes right down the poop chute. Because I've, I've told you time and time again that if we didn't learn from our own egos, that as long as we stayed on this path and continuously ignored how bad movies had gotten over the years, that it would only get worse. And now that we live in a world where a movie about Mandrake the Magician is possibly gonna be a thing, I give you worse. And I gotta say, to be fair, am I disappointed? Yeah. But... Am I surprised? Nah. No, not not really, no. Because if I was to say that I didn't see that coming at least a little bit, well, (laughs) ah, shit, there's just no use in something like that because you guys would, well, hopefully see right through that. So, uh, (laughs) no. You know, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm not going to waste our time. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass like that. You know, because what's going to happen tomorrow morning? <laughs> we're, we're both going to do the walk of shame, and you're just, you're not going to respect me in the morning. Not to say that you respect me now, but fuck. <laughs> but fuck. Yeah, oh, anyway. 
Ah, the fact remains the same as it always has. Because <laughs> every damned single time that one of these fuckers comes around. You know what we do? Well, much like the mindless masses shuffling into a voting booth during an election year, we do, we do two things. We do nothing, and we like it. And then, just like that typical Joe Blow Me Dumbfuck voter, we forget about the change and all the other shit that we ranted and raved about for months on end. And we just go on with our lives as if nothing happened. Until we get that itch that we just gotta scratch. And then we hurry our asses right to the nearest computer. And it starts all over. And just like that typical Joe blow me dumbfuck voter, after it's all said and done, we go home and we forget about the change and all the other shit that we ranted and raved about for months. You know, I mean, we, we just act as if it never happened. We go back to our lives and we do nothing more than hope for the shit to change. And we sit around on our fat asses until another abomination comes around. And we bitch and whine about that until it's released on the unsuspecting public. And just like the unsuspecting public, we get in line and we go to pay another eight fifty for it all. Even though somewhere in the back of our minds... We've got to know that we're fucked. And we're going to regret this shit the moment it's over. But afterwards, we stumble out into the world, and we do the walk of shame all over again. And we go back to just hoping for change. Wishing for it. Begging for it. And... I gotta say, it, it doesn't surprise me that we do that, because, well, <laughs> begging and hoping and wishing for it, it's a hell of a lot easier than doing something about it. And that's exactly what the fuck we need to do. Because instead of begging for the change that we so desperately need, we need to create the change ourselves. We need to do something. And we've needed to do something for a long time about this crap. And, yeah, I tried. <laughs> At least, kinda. But since my saying so, and screaming till I was blue in the face, that we needed to do something, since that didn't fucking work, I guess... To atone for my sins. <laughs> Shit. You know what? <laughs> I'll, I'll lead the charge, okay? I'll do it. <laughs> it's a dirty job and somebody's got to do it. And what the fuck? I volunteer. You know? <laughs> I'll, I'll, 
I'll lead us in this war from this point forward. But without a plan, you're bound to lose just about any any war that you go into. So we we need to think of something. And for starters, to help us ease into this shit. Until we get the hang of it. As a as a pretty good first step. I'm I'm thinking we uh we take to social media. Okay. I say we take over social media. <laughs> Cause uh, hear me out. Here here's my thinking on this. The way I figure it, <laughs> Bay and Snyder and, and all the, the writers, producers, directors, actors, actresses, fuck, I don't know, key grips, I, uh, they're all there, all over social media, I mean, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Hollywood's elite is all over that fucking shit. So you know what that fucking means? It means that at least for starters, we can fire the first few shots of this fucker without even leaving our computer chairs or our couches or our beds or wherever the hell you surf the net. Because every damn time that you hear some sort of entertainment news that just sickens you, pick up your smartphone or close that damn window that has 3,000 pounds of cocksucker playing on it on your laptop and log your hairy fat ass into the closest social media outlet and hunt the bastards down. Stalk them haunt them, do anything. Find them and make it plain that shit like whatever the fuck you just heard cannot be fucking tolerated. And then, when the next day comes around, find them again and do it again. Because what have we got to lose? I mean, look at it. You frothed at the mouth for months while tugging and yanking at your proverbial hard-ons over many of these movies. And then, look what happened. The same shit happened that happens every night, Pinky. They left the money on the dresser and they sent you home crying and broken-hearted. So, obviously, like you, they haven't been listening either. And now, I think we have no choice but to make them listen. We, we need to make them see. And to do that, as I said, I think that one really good step, one really good first step, would just be to hound them. 
from here on out. And I, I know most of you are just insanely lazy pricks and probably won't heed my call. And that's, <laughs> that's fine. That's, that's on you. I mean, I, I can't do much about it. Because you didn't before and you, you probably won't now. <laughs> and that's fine. <laughs> but hell, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just, I refuse to, to do nothing more than bend over, drop trowel, touch my toes, grin and bear it. I ain't doing that again. I couldn't sit down for a week last time. So no. I know that uh, for most of you, uh, such an option is, you know, doesn't seem so bad. And again, your damn choice. But no, I just, I can't. So from here on out, I figured, you know, those of you that are going to continue to go to these fuckers, of course, you're welcome up to the house anytime. You know, I mean, everybody's welcome. But, <laughs> I say that to say this. Those who are going to shell out the 850 compared to, to those who, who are going to stand side by side with me in this fight, that's how we're going to separate the phony tough from the crazy brave from here on out. Alright? Because the rest of us, we got to do something. Or shit like bats versus soups will seem like a, a fucking walk in the park. And as much as I could prove my point by going after that damn movie for the whole damned episode... That shit's just too damned easy. Besides, I got plenty more than that to ramble on about this week. So let's just see if we can fit it all in. <laughs> Shall we? Because it's shit like the fact that Suicide Squad, which had loads of ambition and promise going for it, <laughs> now just looks like DC is doubling down on the same sort of lazy fucknut bullshit that gave us Man of Steel. Or shit like the fact that Harrison Ford killed off the wrong legendary character and now Han Solo is long gone. And, and that's just... That's just a crime. So... As you can see, yeah, I got plenty to work with today, folks. But, you know, back, backtracking just a, just a smidge. You know, actually, yeah, let me, let me just touch on the train wreck that was Bats vs. Soups to try and, and just drive home my point. That this shit has really hit the fan. And things have gotten worse than they've been in a real long time. 
because, yeah, before I go on, yes, <laughs> I, I did watch, and I will be talking about, the Ultimate Edition. <sighs> but you know something? It didn't help a damned thing. You, you all got my hopes up, and it was still just as bad as the theatrical version. Well, okay. Maybe not as bad as that, but it was still horrible. Because, yeah. You, so what? So you don't have Diana in her invisible jet. It still sucked. Because I've screamed it several times, and I'll scream it some more. The rest, everything that surrounds it, is just so fucking hokey as hell that it's frightening. And even with that being the case... <laughs> To give the devil his due, I'm sure that a lot of that crap probably sounded great on paper. But, much like most of these ass clowns, it's the particulars that often get in the way of a great idea. And, I, and I'm not saying that anything that came out of this movie was even good. <laughs> let alone great. But I'm sure, on paper, it probably seemed at least a little bit better than what we got on film. Because, in, in this case, more than anything, it was definitely the particulars that got in the way. You know, with the likes of Diana and Doomsday and a whole host of other things. Because with, with characters like those two in particular, oh, you gotta, you gotta step lightly. Because those, those small things can really kick you in the keister. Because, <laughs> I mean, Doomsday for one, I mean... Just take the fact that he looks a great deal like Sloth from the Goonies covered in a shit ton of Afterbirth and go from there. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's all you gotta do with him. Because, yeah, they got, they got the logistics right with that big fucknut. But much like Squirrel Girl, he doesn't belong up there on the big screen, damn it. I mean, <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. But to give that big, ugly CGI shit face his due, the movie's problems started long before he throws his first punch. And and it's those problems that that make me realize that, yeah. I tried my damnedest to fix this sewer nugget of a movie. But now, 
with things the way they are. <laughs> I sort of wish I hadn't wasted my time. Because it wasn't really until I had seen this version of the movie that I came to the unfortunate realization that they don't want to right the wrongs of, of what is now a, a three-hour bucket full of dirty ass. And they never will. Yeah, they'll, they'll say they do. And you... You are more than welcome to listen and, and even even believe the select few of the, the project's very public faces as they try to do damage control and and, and assure us that, that yeah we we know our projects sucked and we're sorry, okay? We'll do we'll do better next time. We promise. Yeah, you you can listen to that and even believe them if it makes you feel any better. But just because they say they want to fix things doesn't mean they're not full of shit. Cuz they don't. They just they just don't. And and if you're so naive that you believe that they do, that they even kind of want to. You're lying to yourself. So of course you're going to believe their lies. Because not only won't they fix a damn thing. But why would they want to? I mean, they already have our money. <laughs> they don't want to take something that they've spent two movies building. And then suddenly turn tail and run in a different direction. They they don't. And I mean, all they are is a business. All they are is a corporation. And, and when you look at it that way, it is no surprise that all they're worried about is the bottom line dollar. So no, they won't try and fix things going forward. They might try and and make it not suck so bad. <laughs> but the die has been cast, okay? <laughs> and the movies going forward will forever be nothing more than Granny's Peach Tea. And for those of you that have seen the movie, but don't quite get where I'm going with that. Let me explain. For every new installment that we get from here on out. Yeah, yeah. It could very well be the sweetest, most wonderful, most refreshing thing you've ever consumed in a movie theater, as it fills you with much-needed happiness and hope. But in all likelihood, all bets point to it being nothing more than a lukewarm, bitter bunch of piss that will leave a nasty taste in your mouth 
and likely make you sick to your stomach for at least a good long while. <laughs> at least the next few hours. Probably even days and weeks. Especially after you realize how much money you spent on the fucker. <laughs> Not just on the tickets, but then you, ha you have to include the fact that, you, you know, you, you had the Sprite and you, you had the overpriced Junior Mints. And it just adds up. But, yeah, the, the, the movie's problems start well before Doomsday ever shows his ugly face. Because as for the rest of it, <laughs> in every aspect, from the moment the lights go down in the theater, the scenes that should have had more time are cut way too short. While the scenes that should have been cut completely get way too much damn time. And yeah, you, you, you get a little bit more time dedicated to the subplots that needed and, and deserved way more time originally. But I cannot, and I will not, give anyone associated with this movie any credit for adding shit or, or subtracting shit or, or doing shit that should have been done straight away from the get-go. I just, I just can't, I can't do that. I cannot and will not ever give credit to, to anyone for doing a job that they should have done from the onset. You know? I just, no. <laughs> so, you know, look for your pat on the back elsewhere. And besides, even with the shit that they added or subtracted for no other reason than the fact that we, we pleaded loud enough this time, <laughs> a two or, or now three hour movie called Bats vs. Soup's Dawn of Justice doesn't live up to its name because because it doesn't have near enough of either Clark's or Bruce's inner struggle or anything resembling whatever the fuck brought either man to the fight nor does it have <laughs> enough of the Justice League and the bit of the JL that they do have they fuck up. Because, I mean, other than the fact that there should be no Wonder Woman or Cyborg, and yet, there they are. <laughs> well, I mean, let's, let's take the Flash for a second. For that tiny moment that he's in the movie, during a, a dream within a dream within a dream within... Well, yeah, anyway, you get the point. But in, in the moment that he shows up, what the fuck is he wearing? The fuck is that? That didn't look anything like any Flash that I grew up with. And when it comes to the Dark Knight, all I can say is, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? 
Because when you finally get to see Bruce Fleck in action. Now, <laughs> I know this is supposed to be an older Bruce and, and all that. And yeah, that was that was sort of nice to see for a change. But can we do something about his lumbering around? Because while it was nice to finally see him off a few people, and yeah, they got that right too. But the moment he starts throwing down, I mean, well, let's take... Let's take away from the fact that when he does pull a trigger, and when we finally see that jacked up, veiny fuckface finally throw some punches, he and just about everything around him sort of reminds you of Andre the Giant in some gimmicky battle royal brought to you by an overpriced WCW pay-per-view. Meaning that it's chaotically funny as you watch him stomp around, strong as hell but slow as fuck, as he tries to to make it look believable while he powers through everyone around him with ease. As you begin to realize that, that you paid way too damned much to see this moldy taint of a movie. And... And what's worse, when it finally does go down, and you see him dropping flies from left to right, you don't give two warmed, moist ask bobs about it. Because you really don't get the time to fully appreciate those who he's taking out. But aside from that shit, well, actually, I I guess it doesn't get better than that shit, folks. Cause it just it it just doesn't. Cause even aside from all that, as I said, you still have at least one character in the mix that should never ever be sane again. And then, you still have Lex, who could have easily been seen as more psychotic madman, the likes of Woody's Mickey Knox, but instead, simply settles for being viewed as nothing more than than an over-the-top, eccentric-as-hell megalomaniac that's only slightly less campy than than Gorshin's Riddler. And while that may not have been a bad thing, had you added to it with a little twist here and there to his persona, alone and all by its lonesome, with him and a slew of others in this butterfingered assberry of a flick, With the whole lot of them, I gotta say, I've seen assholes with more depth than most of the characters in this slimy speckled plop nest. <laughs> and to think, had you just added 
a few little scenes focusing more on on Lex's misdeeds and and as I said what brought Bruce and Clark to the dance <laughs> if you did that and even even paid a little more attention to how Luthor comes to realize that Clark is Superman you you could have maybe not maybe not fixed him completely and and even fixed fixed the movie but you could have at least got him up and running to about a half capacity and he would have been at least a few steps in front of Spacey and allowed us to take him kind of seriously but once again <laughs> you didn't do that and as I said, Lex isn't alone in that sort of shit. And, and yeah, it's our fault. Because the moment that, that that whole fundraising scene leaked online, we should have demanded that just like they did, with Rogue One, that these guys take the time to do some serious thinking in the corner and and at least contemplate, you know, just mull over the idea of, of at least one or two reshoots. But we we didn't we didn't even we didn't even ask them. I mean granted if we had they probably would have said go fuck yourself, but we could have at least asked, and we didn't. And it's because of shit like that, that about the time that you give Kal-El the sort of depth he deserves, and that he's deserved since 2013, it's because of the fact that we didn't act, that about the time that you start to care for him, for the first time since Man of Steel that we allowed them to seemingly kill him off. And I know he's not really dead, so you can save that defense. But it's it's still a damned stupid move that makes the fact that he was finally interesting on any level after a total of five and a half hours on film. <laughs> It makes that even more depressing. Because you take the moment that I give a damn about anything about him to want to play games with us for no other reason than you're bored and think it's funny? Well, guess what? It wasn't. And it never will be. And besides... The wrong son of a rich bitch took him out. And and as far as that fight goes, you know, just kind of rewinding a little bit to the beginning of the final showdown. If some super-powered son of a bitch threatens to take out my family and friends, I'm damn sure as hell not gonna stop just because he utters the name of my mother 
I'm <laughs> all right. I'm I'm just not. You know, I'm I'm gonna keep going till that fucker ain't moving or breathing anymore. End of story. And if you were just that dead set on taking him out by the end of it all, that's the way you should have done it. But instead, no. No. You had to you had to let him go out gracefully. That's a bitch move. It is. No. It had to be a gruesome death by someone else's hand. Or I just don't give a fuck. So yeah, you fucked it up. And you fucked us all. So way to go on that one. And that's to say nothing of the side piece of the movie. Diana. And for her, I'll say nothing more than if you were determined to make a few bucks off the old gal's name recognition. The least you could have done is make her interesting, for crying out loud, okay? I mean, because would it really have hurt you to spend even a good ten minutes of film focusing on, on her inner struggle and why she turned her back on humanity all those decades ago? You know, I mean, you you could have... You could have dedicated at least just a, a fraction of this movie to that instead of making us wait a year or two. I mean, would that really have hurt you? No, it wouldn't. And not only would it not have hurt you, it would have taken the big reveal of her in that armor and it would have magnified that unneeded moment because let's face it, everything about her was unneeded in this thing. But it would have at least taken that moment and made us forget, for about five seconds, that it was unneeded. And it would have magnified it a hundred times over, if not a thousand times over. And every last comic book-loving, crotch-sniffing little shit would have just crapped himself right there in the theater. Okay? So yeah, to make a long story too damned long already, now that I've, I've basically proven to you uh, just using that movie how bad it's gotten for all of us, as if I needed to prove that at all, now that I've proven just how SOL we are, with this shining example of exemplary horseshit? Now you know how I feel about this particular load of empty-headed fan service. But hell's bells, Billy! Our problem didn't start there. And it sure as hell, as much as I wish it would, it ain't gonna end there either. Because with our sloppily, lazadaisical attitude towards it all over the years, we look to be royally reamed up the pooper for some time to come now, folks. Because, I mean, look at some of the rumored possible projects slowly walking our way. 
I mean, I know this is a little over a month old by now, but uh, I just stopped crying about it. Because <laughs> you have the news from, from the man himself, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, that he's set to play Doc Savage, who <laughs> was nothing more than the beta test version of Superman. And at this point, we've had so many versions of Superman that I think we've pretty much gotten everything good that such a character could bring us already. I mean, we, we've gotten every last drip drop of any kind of sustenance that such a man could bring us. There's absolutely nothing that The Rock could set on the table that we haven't already gobbled up. And then you have the fact that well, we just sat through yet one more base-plosive TMNT. And already, there's whispers of at least one more. I mean, shit. Do you see what you corpulent pudding-brained cunt waffles have brought upon us now? And that's to say nothing of the fact that somewhere out there, there's there's at least a few poor, misguided, magnificently supersized assholes that are looking to renew or reboot shit like Mortal Kombat. And that wasn't even worth its salt when you had someone like Christopher Lambert taking up most of the screen time. And I love that son of a bitch. I mean, <laughs> you've kept shelling out dollar after dollar, week after week, month after month, year after year. And now, there are those that keep throwing the idea of at least one more Indiana Jones right in our face. And now, we've got Grandpa Indy and no Han. And I know it. I know. I know. I mentioned Bay time and time again already. But for some reason, I don't know if it's him or someone in his ear or what. But for some reason, he or someone around him think that it's it's a good idea to keep continuously dragging Optimus and company out of the garage to be able to play with them for a little while longer as we stare at the clock ticking down until that time bomb explodes and we have at least three more of those fuckers blowing our faces off over and over and over again and over and over and over and over and over <sighs> and as if that wouldn't leave us hurting enough from from either our, our heads or our assholes or both simultaneously. Words going around now. Some nutcase is so bored or or drunk or well, both that he wants to take time out of their obvious, obviously busy schedule to rub Dungeons and Dragons 2 on the wounds that Bay and so many like him have already left. I mean, fuck. That movie was a bad idea in 2000, 
And to even entertain the idea of a sequel is an even worse idea right now, okay? I mean, the only thing, the only thing that I could possibly think that we haven't already sat through that would be worse than that is if some sort of two-for-one deal would be uh, thrust upon us and we got a Double Dragon sequel with the pile of fuckery that is Dungeons and Dragons 2. <laughs> you know, I mean, if they could take Dungeons and Dragons 2 and Double Dragon 2 and morph them together somehow, shit, I'm sure that if they thought that that would make enough money, they'd do it. But the thing that, that they don't realize and we have to make them realize is that just because something could make a truckload of money does not make it a good idea. And one of the only ways to make them realize this is to empty that truckload of money. Because as I said, aside from constantly reminding them over and over again day after day, hour after hour, that whatever they're going after is a bad idea. The only other option we really have that would hurt them to any extent that they might actually listen is if we just stay our asses home and don't buy in to the hype. You know, just keep our money and don't give it to them. That is one of our few options. And I know I sure as hell can't be the first one to have said this. And yet no one takes it to heart. And I hope, I hope beyond hope, I wish upon wish that somehow, maybe, it might be different with me. I don't know how, but I just, I really do. I really hope that some of you out there are listening. And not just listening, but paying attention to the point where you'll actually do something about it. Because, yeah, I know I was joking a few seconds ago, but only just slightly. Because the sad part of it all is if we just continue to sit in our easy chairs and and drink beer and <laughs> laugh at some of the stupid ideas that we see on the internet, those stupid and sometimes scary ideas are bound to end up in a theater near you. And before you know it, you're sitting there and all of a sudden the words coming summer 2020 the toxic avenger is plastered right there in big bold letters and i don't want that for us and i know that even even though you're too damned stubborn to admit it you don't want that for us either and i know this so let's get on the same page here, people. Because as is, I'm, I'm terrified.
mortified, petrified, stupefied by you and your just your utter disrespect for for well obviously yourself because if you had any self-respect you wouldn't do this to yourself if you had any respect for the rest of us you wouldn't do this to us and yet here we are I just I just can't find it within myself to be able to to find the logic in it all. I mean, the fact that we've gotten this far, this fast, and it's this bad, it defies logic. Take take shit like that rumored episode 8 scene that I'm sure we We've all read by now somewhere on on the net. You know, that, that scene that uses the idea of kids playing around some sort of mythical and mystical tree to completely fuck over everything that we've been taught about the Force and explain it all from scratch for the third time in 30-some years. I just, I don't know. I mean, if even some of that scene has any sort of truth to it, and it, and it's even remotely near what we get, and yeah, we we get rid of the midichlorians, but we also get rid of of damn near everything that Alec and Frank told us about the damned force all those years ago. (laughs) It's as if anything about my childhood that even touched Star Wars was a damn lie. So if even a damned fraction of any of that shit ends up going down, well, as I said... It'll all be our damn fault. Just as it has been time and time again. And where we end up from here is our damn fault too. You know, we have our say. And I, for one, I want my say. Because it's just... I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. I mean, fuck. From here on out, it's a new day. (laughs) Yes, it is. And uh, with that new day comes a a slightly new fanboy. (laughs) I mean, sure, sure. I'm, I'm still jaded as hell, and... Fickle is all fuck. <laughs> but I'm a little bit more invigorated, you know? Just 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 a tad. I'm I'm you know, I've I've got a pep in my step now. Cause uh now I have a purpose. And I promise, from this moment forward, uh, I'm gonna be more proactive, okay? 
I promise to help figure out where we can fix shit. And not just complain about why it got this bad. I mean, yeah, I'll still complain about it. And plenty. But, but I'll try to be a bigger part of the solution. You know, not not just a, a trumpet blower. You know, I, I'm, I'm not going to be one of those guys who says, we've got a problem. And then just doesn't do shit about it. But from now on, I'm not just going to curse and complain at the, the voices in my head. <laughs> yeah, there, there will be some of that. <laughs> Plenty of it, hopefully. But if it's only that, if it's, if it's just that, uh, I'm not doing my part. And that's, that's what I vow from here on. That I'll do my part if you do yours. And doing my part means doing more than just convincing myself that uh, I, I'm more of an advocate of fixing things than just part of the problem. You know, it means doing more than rubbing your noses in the problem that we've all helped create and then hitting you upside the nose with a damned rolled up newspaper. So yeah, I'm going to start doing a hell of a lot more. And that shit starts next week. Because, uh, you know, you you guys seem to seem to take a liking to my uh, Transformers 86 through the eyes of a fanboy, right? So here's what I'm here's what I'm thinking. We go ahead and and just make that shit an ongoing series, okay? Cause I can think of no better way to avoid repeating history than to learn from that shit. And I mean learn from it all. <laughs> both both the abysmal and the awesome. And yeah. Yeah, there, there will still be things like... You know, I'll, I'll, I'll cover wrestling from time to time. And of course, there will always be the good, the bad, and the fugly. And all that crap. But unless something comes along that just enrages me to the point that I... I'm about to implode and explode all at the same fucking time. Unless something comes along that I just gotta get off my chest as soon as possible. Well, unless something like that happens, you can be damn sure that you can look for uh, plenty more retro reviews coming your way. And that shit starts next week with a look back at the unfortunate mishap that was Super Mario Brothers the movie through the eyes of a fanboy. And, you know, I, I think I'll follow that up with uh, taking a new direction with an old favorite, actually. Because I think I'm going to go ahead and, and just tear down and, and rebuild the good, the bad, and the fugly. <laughs> so you can be damn sure that uh, you got that to look forward to. Because as we march forward, I'm standing next to you. And if we make enough noise, 
even from the confines of our, our own homes, while punching away at our smartphones and laptops. Maybe we can fix things. In time. But we can make a difference. Maybe. Because we've just got to face it. That news like a movie based on Old Man Logan is far and wide more the exception than the rule. But we've also got to remember that all the stuff that we've been force-fed up to this point, it was... It was a lifetime ago, or at least it can seem that way. But for now, I'm, I'm sobering up. So, for now, hell, I don't know. Uh, just go play hide and go fuck yourself in traffic somewhere or something. Because I'm gone. Because I hear a fifth of whiskey calling my name. So, RPM over and out.